Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Finding the Fantastic. I'm your host, Colleen, the one doing this thing, this thing called Finding Something Fantastic in Between the Hustle of Surviving Life and Achieving It. This is not a motivational speech. I'm not a coach or a therapist. I'm just a girl trying to live life. Um, and I'm here doing one of my interviews with the people who I call my fantastics. And I have got... My special, special, wonderful woman, my mentor, my good, good friend, Pam Birch here. One of, pretty much one of the reasons why I am who I am now and I'm doing Finding the Fantastic. Wow, no pressure. No. Well, you're just authentically you. You're like the one of the most authentic people I know. So this is a piece of cake for you. So, Pam, tell us about who you are. I mean, I just kind of well, did, but tell us more. I am. Well, I find that telling people who I am is getting longer and longer and longer to do every year that's added to my age. So, I am Pam Birch. I'm an artist. I, Great artist. Oh, an artist. And I approach everything pretty much with that kind of uh, art mm-hmm. standpoint. Uh, I met Colleen, who's my, one of my fantastics in the whole world. And no. I'm going to slip my glasses on now then because I made a few notes just in case oh, I forget oh, to notes. say something about Colleen. Notes. But Colleen is no doubt one of the most authentic and has always been. When I met her, we worked in advertising together and... She knew what she was doing, I didn't, so I quickly took her under my wing so that she could help me. <laughs> that is the truth. Um, she has integrity. She's resilient, which I think wow. is one of the most important things in life, is to be able to bounce back when something doesn't go the way you thought it would. She's courageous. Oh my God, takes, Pam. No, it takes courage to be authentic. Well, thank you. It's scary. Thank you. Um... She makes this a priority because that's what this is all about. Absolutely. The podcast. And I I hope we can talk about that today, why it's so important in this word that's getting tossed around and maybe losing a little bit of meaning called um, authenticity. Oh, we're going to talk about authenticity. Okay. We can maybe define it a little bit. Yeah, and, um, totally. I think about a Shakespearean quote, I'm sure. Ooh, Shakespeare. Let us have it. I'll paraphrase it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> when you're when you're true to yourself, you can't be false in, in the world to anybody else. Oh my gosh, so, I love that. It's good, huh? That's great. Should I know himself be true? Then it can come right, the right. Day, the night, the night, the day. Wow, you just dropped Shakespeare on my podcast. You just literally up the level of my podcast right there. I love it. So uh, one of the things that Pam did that was so phenomenal for me was uh, bringing up this concept of authenticity and being transparent. If you hear growling, it's little Finn baby doll over here. It's our golden retriever. She wanted to join the podcast. So she is because we're all about girl power. Anyways, one of the things was she talked to me about authenticity and transparency. She's like, Colleen, you you need to be authentically yourself. And I was like, right. Nobody wants to know the authentic me. No way. But Pam has one of the most amazing views on authenticity and transparency ever. So talk to us about that. Well, let's define it a little bit. Okay, fair enough. I do go to the dictionary sometimes if I want to talk about a word. I say, wait a minute. What do the experts say? She's she's. Hurry, because you're petting. I'm petting her. I'll stop petting. I'll stop petting. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, authenticity means it's true to the original. Mm-hmm. You asked me a question about when I was a child. What was I like? Yeah. What were you like? Well, we'll, we'll go, go to that later. later. We'll go to that later. Um, you're authentically who you are. Uh-huh. Um, it's true to the original. It's the core of who you are. Yeah. That's yeah. your being. Mm-hmm. Your core is your heart. Mm-hmm. Because core means heart. Um... It's your genuine, your real, 
you're true, you're not false, you're not copying anybody else, and um, you're representing your true nature and your own beliefs. Mm -hmm. And why is that so hard now? What's the big deal? Of course we should be that way. We should be who we are. Who else will we be? Mm -hmm. Why is it so hard right now? I think it's a great question. It is hard. It's incredibly hard. Because when you told me to be authentic and be transparent, I was like, right. Mm -hmm. No way. How do we get away from it? Did we ever, were we ever there to begin with? How do, how does it become more important now to talk about authenticity? Why? We got to talk about it. What's going on? Right? We got to talk about it. It's, yeah, we do. And one of the things that is, is causing it to be more difficult is comparisons. You know, we look at, we look at other people and we start to compare. Yeah, girl, you're right. You're right. That Instagram, you've been looking at an Instagram story and you're like, I do not look like her. Well, let me do something about that. Because if I do something about it, people will love me more. Like they love her. We're always comparing our worst to somebody else's best. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, you're looking at somebody and say, oh man, they have it all together. They've got this, they've got that. They look great. They're fit. They're whatever. And then you look at yourself and who knows all of your warts and your bad stuff that's going on better than you do. Mm -hmm. So you hold those bad things about yourself and you look at the great stuff about others. So authenticity starts taking a nosedive. That's a good point. You bring up a great point because we know we know the worst about ourselves. Therefore, we're always focused on the worst about ourselves. Yes. We never see the goodness pick in it, ourselves. Pick it, pick it, pick it. Yeah, and you want to and you start becoming like a, some people do, a little perfectionistic. Yeah. yeah so. Pam taught me it was okay to, to mess up. It's okay. Yeah. She's like, it's okay. It's all right. Let's move on. Let's keep going. It's all right. It's no big deal. Did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Because I couldn't spell, right? And Pam was always looking over my work because we shared an office. And I'm like, Pamela, Pamela, quick, I don't know how to spell this. And she'd be like, all right, let me read over. She's like, this was wrong, this was wrong. But that's okay. It's all good. I don't care. So like Pam, because she was so authentically herself, I was never scared to be like, Pamela, how do I spell this? Pamela, I can't write this. You are always huge about me writing. Well, the most important thing about writing and talking is that you're communicating with somebody. And I always understood what you were writing. And you're a very, very good communicator. Thank you. You have always said that. Yeah. If you polish your writing up, all you're doing is polishing up your communication. But that's, you know, I always understood what you're saying and most people didn't. Gosh, you know what? I think you just said something that kind of explains the question of how do we get to authenticity. Instead of you looking at the way I wrote. So I focused on my writing as being terrible because I couldn't spell my learning disabilities, couldn't do grammar and things like that. But Pamela, instead of focusing on what I did bad, focused on... The thing that was the purpose. the purpose of it. Oh my God, light bulb. Purpose is Light bulb, important. right? <laughs> the purpose. Yeah. So like what if people actually realize that if they were authentic with their purpose, like their if their purpose was to do this and the way to do it was just to be authentic, then maybe they could achieve it. Yes. And you know what? We're afraid that's not enough. I if, agree. If I just, you mean all I have to do is this basic thing? All I have to do is say, let's say, tell me a task. A task? A a task that you think is a big task. Like starting a podcast, which I think is incredibly brave. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. And so It's a little little scary, guys. A little scary. (laughs) It's very scary to be authentic. Oh. Um, But that's a big task. Now, what if somebody like myself wanted to do that? And I would just totally talk myself out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, but you would be great at it because you have all of the knowledge and the well, power of the mind and great. the words. I don't want to do it. So, you, <laughs> But if I did, what might I say 
that should I just say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, and let me go talk to somebody who really knows what they're doing and ask them dumb questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you're afraid to ask dumb questions. Oh, totally. You're supposed to know how totally. to do everything. So I say, if your purpose is to get to Z, you need to go and ask dumb questions to people and be curious and yeah. say, listen, I don't know anything about this. Tell me the first step I need to yeah, take. Yeah, you are good. You ask a lot of questions and oh. you're okay with like, Pamela, one of the amazing things about Pamela that, again, I've learned from her is she's always okay with admitting what she doesn't know because by the end of her task, she's going to know how to do it because she asks everybody and she like gets all the knowledge. Like, what if everybody was okay with that? Instead of trying to one-up people yeah. and be competitive, we actually were like, yo, I don't have a clue, but I will in 38 days. Yes, and don't worry if you're not there yet. I certainly don't. I struggle with this all the time, but one thing I have is a little bit of age on me now. So I, you're you know, beautiful, girl. I'm you're beautiful. No, but no, you're but beautiful. You do, you do learn it. You get sick of being, you know, afraid, and you get sick of being like, you know, trying to know everything. You get sick of that. Yeah. I did. And yeah. I said, that's it. I'm just gonna yeah. go with it. I don't know nothing, basically. Yeah. That's what I say. I love that about <laughs> you. I love it. So here's my here's here's close to the last question because we're running out of time. Okay. Uh, one of the questions I like to ask is, what was it about your 10-year-old self that you think you did more authentically or better than you do now? Oh, well, you threw me that curveball. Not a whole lot. Oh, girl. No. Okay. My, t- okay. my, t- my 10-year-old little girl was kind of scared and shy, and I don't think that I can tell. You Other- were scared and shy? Oh, my goodness, yes. What happened that made you, because... The Pamela I know is authentic and extroverted and like, uh, like, mm-hmm. like amazing. I mean, see, you're comparing your thoughts of the worst to my best. You're, only, <laughs> you're seeing me when I'm on. I guess that's a good and point. I have 50% of me as a little scared person who wants to go sit in the corner at a party. The other part says, you get out there and dance on the table. So I've got these two opposing temperaments inside of me. One yeah. of them is real quiet and dark and sucks her thumb. The other one says, hey. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah. You know, so usually people out in the out there in the world see that extroverted person. Nice. They don't get to see the quiet one who comes in and gotcha. says, I'm a worm. I'm no good at, you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. The fact that you're willing to admit that, though, publicly. That's tough. Like, this, this, when I, one of the criteria for people who I interview for my fantastics is that they are 100% willing to be authentic and honest and transparent publicly on the podcast and on the, the Facebook Live and everything else I share. Um, and the fact that you just did that, I think it's beautiful. Well, vulnerable. Is vulnerable. That's, that's the word I hated. Oh, I hate oh that word. Gosh, vulnerability. This girl. You should have seen them all run when oh. I start talking about vulnerability. Vulnerability. I talking to a room full of very strong businesswomen. And we, I said, let's talk about, you know, being vulnerable. I don't know why we were doing it. But we were talking. I was about like this. They all ran. <laughs> I mean, they ran. They crossed their arms. They rolled their eyes. Because women in business can't be vulnerable. Can't be vulnerable. And you can. And you did convince me of that. Totally you did. Can. That's one of the reasons why I started admitting that I had a, had learning disabilities yeah. so much. And you know what comes from that? What comes from admitting you don't know anything and that you can't write and that you can't you know can't do anything? Fear. Well, 
it's fear because that's why you do it. Yeah. But from admitting it comes strange. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like I'm empowered now. <laughs> now that I admit people like I can't spell because I've learned disabilities, yeah. like I'm like, well, sure, I'll go up and write on the board now because everybody knows. First thing you want to do. It. Oh, yeah. And a room full of people say, I can't spell. I can't spell. <laughs> people just want to let you know. No, I'll let you know. Yeah. No. I that vulnerability. We need to do another podcast about vulnerability. Okay. Because that that was the word. That's the word. And I have to give a nod to Brené Brown. Who yeah. Brene Brown. Oh, she, she's got that vulnerability thing down and understands it. And she's what I love about her, and that's one of the things I'd recommend anybody to do is grab a book or a podcast, or uh, I think there's a, a online academy that you can take some courses. But but just listen because she's got it down. She's a researcher and backs up everything. It's not just a bright idea on top of her head like and she starts talking about it. It's really true, and she researches everything. I re- recommend her. Um, Simon Sinek, who I know is a favorite. Of I love Simon Sinek. Oh my God, yes. If you want anybody to talk about authenticity, just grab any of his TED Talks. Bill George, mm-hmm. some of you, he's an old guy, but you know, he is so wonderful. He was the CEO of Medtronics, and he's frequently seen on CNN and oh, CNBC, gotcha, gotcha. And, mm-hmm. and he's... He's a guy in a suit. You does know, adult things. He does adult things. To all my millennials out there. And somebody has asked him, you know, somebody will ask him, well, Bill, how would you go about firing someone? And you think, oh, here's, he's going to give us a Chap and black. Boom. Yeah. He says, well, you know, if you say it with kindness and love. And I went, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so kindness and love. Kindness and, and love. Kind of and I you know mean. what? A lot of people think that uh, being uh, authentic uh means being firm mm. and straightforward. No. And I'm scared to death of that because the fact of the matter is being authentic it doesn't mean being firm and straightforward. There's a way to it. Do we have 10 seconds? Yeah, we have 10 seconds for you, Pamela, oh, my mentor. You're what? so good to talk to what? because you stimulate my brain Oh, thank you. you got to come back more often <laughs> so I can stimulate my brain cells. Um, it's the attitude where you go about being authentic. Ah. If you have it, if you, attitude's kind of like an angle that you look at something. If you yeah. have a good attitude, a bad attitude, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the attitude shouldn't be, I don't care what anybody thinks, screw it, I'm just going to do well on it. That's the wrong attitude, I think. You know what? I'm glad you said that because mm. I need to be reminded of that because I think I was I think I was getting to that. Not that I was doing that, but I think mm. I was slowly falling into that. Yeah, and I'm not saying there's sometimes it's appropriate to do right, that. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. If that's your overall attitude, just forget it. I don't yeah. care what they think. I don't care what because if you don't care what they think, you stop caring about people. Oh my god, that was so good, babe. That was so good. What say I that say? again. What did I say? Oh my god, you said if you don't care what they think. You then you caring. stop caring about people. Yeah. Holy smack. We should get a t-shirt about that. That's okay. great because wow. so many people. It's not, probably not mine. I probably stole it. So Well, so many people have the attitude of, I don't care what they think. I'm a strong, independent person. I don't care what people think about me. But if we don't, then we don't care about yeah. people. If you don't care, you don't care. Gosh, so good to visit you, know. you Pamela. I want you to come back because like I, I said, my brain is getting tired. I will. Um, also, let's see, Bill George, Brandy Brown, look it down at my notes. Sorry. Seriously, read all these books Simon. Pamela's mentioning because I've read Just, most of them. Yeah. And they're... Go on and look up the people that have the most views that are talking about these subjects and you'll find the right people. They're, yeah. They're on there. Um, but anyway. Cool. But if you have an attitude, if you don't have that screw it kind of thing, 
but you have an attitude of compassion, mm -hmm. which is what I'm trying to, to do mm -hmm. with myself now. You do a great job. I approach, I want to approach him with compassion. Do I always please? No, I do not always. I'm, you know, there's so many things right now that yeah. make you mad. Gosh, true. But uh, even to the worst of them, we have to approach that with compassion. Yeah. Not just hate, because, you know, the more you hate, the more you... Don't care? Don't care, and the more you... I don't want to hear what they're, you know, what they're saying. They, the why? Who are they? You know, where's yeah. the book on stereotype of life? Who are they? We they just... are the ones that aren't like you. Yeah. <laughs> so the wider and wider that huge chasm gets yeah. between us. So if we can say, maybe acting like a jerk, but can't be all bad. Let's, yeah. Let's just listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And then, you know. You're great at that, too. You're great at All right. So we have to wrap this up, but we're definitely going to come back and do another podcast with Pamela because she's amazing. Uh, parting wisdom. I, my parting quote takeaway from this was, if you don't care what other people think about you, then you stop caring about people. And I'm, like, literally going to write that down for the rest of the week. But what about you? Parting words of wisdom you want to leave to our people. I would just say listen um, and learn as much as you can listening to people. And and try and make it through life with a compassionate attitude towards everybody. 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 <laughs> All right, that's it for the podcast. We're out. This is the wonderful friend, mentor, Pamela Birch, who I love. I'm Colleen. Subscribe. Please subscribe, follow, like the Facebook page. I'm on any podcast app, podcast attic, whatnot. Uh, would appreciate support. Share the video. Share the love. See you guys. Do, 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 do.